Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, real quick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 89. Very excited to do this episode. I am every single time I do this. And by way of introduction to get into it, I'm sure you've seen the movie The Waterboy. It's a classic, right? Uh, Rob Schneider's in it. And there's a line where he says, you've probably heard it, he goes, you can do it, right? That, that, whole, that whole line, you can do it. And it's supposed to be like inspiring and get everyone amped up. It's classic. But you know, what if like you hear that or something like that, you've got that thought in your head and then it turns out that, you know, you can't do it or at least you don't think you can do it. Well, that's called self-doubt and that's what I want to talk about in this episode, self-doubt. And, you know, coming from me, if you if you listen or you know who I am or you follow me or anything like that, it might seem strange because after all, I'm, you know, I'm Case Kenny. I'm the guy who talks about big dick energy and confidence and all that stuff. And it might seem uh, like, you know, from your point of view that I'm really centered and confident and assured. But I I would say that vulnerably, just like everyone else, like I have my own moments of self-doubt, like a lot of them all the time. And, you know, it's through those experiences that I've learned each and every day, every single time I've learned what I think is a fundamental truth about self-doubt. And it's a little bit different. Actually, it's a lot a bit, a lot a bit different from how I used to think about self-doubt and certainly how I used to address the self-doubt in my life. So very excited to talk about this topic. I think you're going to get a lot out of it real quick. Have to thank today's sponsor. Again, I hope you guys check out the sponsors. They are the ones who uh, help me keep the lights on. And I always try to be really strategic with the brands that I work with. Today's sponsor is back. It's 8Sleep. Um, really cool company. I'm pretty tired right now, so I am thinking about sleeping. So it's definitely timely. 8Sleep is a company that basically brings a ton of amazing technology and thought to your mattress to help you sleep better. 8Sleep, um, they just released a new product that's called The Pod. And it basically tackles all the issues that prevent a good night's sleep, uh, like the major one, which is being too hot, being too cold, 
can't, you know, just can't quite get it right. I'm sure you can relate. Um, their new product, the pod, it's uh, insane. It basically adjusts based on circadian cycle to make sure you're never too hot, never too cold. It also has a built-in thermal alarm that gradually cools your bed before your set time so that you wake up more naturally. It's really advanced stuff. It's really cool in my opinion. Uh, fast company named Eight Sleep, one of the most innovative companies of 2018. Time Magazine named them and their smart matches, one of the top inventions of 2018. Really impressive stuff. So you can check out 8sleep, their new pod at 8sleep.com. And again, that's the word 8 and then the word sleep.com. And because you're awesome, they're hooking you up with $250 off. You can use code PURSUIT, P-R-S-U-I-T for that. Again, code PURSUIT. 8sleep.com. So thanks a lot to 8sleep for sponsoring. Go out and get some sleep. Uh, catch some Z's. I know I will uh, pretty soon. So uh, thank you so much to 8sleep. So getting into it, uh, as I said, I do, I want to talk about self-doubt. And I saw a quote the other day that was that was kind of trying to be funny. And it, you know, it was one of those little funny ones that said, in moments of self-doubt, trust your gut, hug your dog, and eat a donut. And that, that frankly, that kind of reminded me that I wanted to do an episode on self-doubt because I know that everyone has self-doubt. I really try to do episodes on things that I think are relatable. Um, you know, we all have self-doubt. There's no denying that. Some more than others, okay. Some people deal with it better than others, okay. But bottom line is we all have self-doubt. We all doubt ourselves from time to time. Uh, and I've got some really specific thoughts here because I used to have a lot of self-doubt, like a lot, a lot. Like I overthought everything. It was really tough to make decisions. What if was like always at the tip of my tongue and just kind of a general lack of confidence when it came to making decisions. But that's changed a lot, frankly, uh, because I've come to learn what I think is a fundamental truth that is kind of a bit at odds with the typical self-help advice you might see online or listen to in podcasts. And that truth that I've come to learn is that you're never going to completely defeat your self-doubt, your limiting beliefs. You're never going to be able to do that. But what you can do is learn to live with it. I've learned that you can still have doubts. You can still listen to them. You can still ponder them. You can still consider them. You can even be like consumed by them, but you can still be incredibly happy and fulfilled and successful, all those things. And that's what I want to talk about in this episode. Uh, And to be clear, I'm not talking so much about like deep down self-doubt, the kind of self-doubt that makes you question, am I good enough in general? Am I worthy enough? That kind of self-doubt. I've talked a lot about that previously. Um, I consider that more self-esteem, self-validation. So I'm not talking about that. I'm talking more simply, more practically, because I think you'll get more value this way. I'm talking about self-doubt as it relates to just making decisions in life. Should I do this thing? Should I do that thing? What if, what if, what if, you know, that kind of self-doubt. That's what I'm talking about here. So Before I get into it, let's mosey on over to the wonderful internet and let's see what kind of common advice um, is 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 you know is popular uh, in regards to how to deal with your self doubt. And if you Google self doubt, just the word self doubt, um, there's a ton of articles here. You know what to do when you feel self doubt, how to overcome self doubt, five ways to overcome self doubt and unleash your inner genius. These all sound pretty good, so I'll hop into one. Um, here's a couple lines from it. It says, there is so much life waiting to happen. 
Why waste it in doubt, self-pity, and frustration? Okay, cool. I agree with that. Let's, let's keep reading. Uh, and then it says, each day is significant. Don't wait for the right time to come. Your heart's desires are timeless. Don't wait to be ready. You have been ready all of your life. All right. I'm still following. I get it. I feel you. Then it goes, drop your doubts and go from uninspired to unstoppable. And uh, yeah, that's kind of where you lost me, to be honest. Uh, no offense to this author, but I don't like that. I really don't like that. That's lame. And again, I mean, no disrespect to the author here. I think actually the author made some good points earlier in the in the piece. And obviously, I'm, I'm picking and choosing here to make a point. But I found that most advice as it relates to dealing with your self-doubt, it kind of sounds a lot like that. You know, just go from uninspired to unstoppable. You know, uh, drop your doubts. Be inspired. You deserve it. Have faith. You have every reason to believe and no reason to doubt. You know, that kind of thing. And I don't know about you, maybe I've grown increasingly cynical, uh, but like that doesn't do anything for me. Does that does that do something for you? Does that help you? Um, it sounds great in theory, right? Yeah, fuck yeah, hell yeah. Like, I deserve it. I want to be inspired. That's cool. But like, let's be real when it comes to living and actually making that mean something, I think that that's way easier said than done. Like a lot. Like life is not that simple. It's not that black and white. You can't just mind game yourself into believing that. You know, unless you're Jason Bourne, I just don't see that happening. You know, right? Uh, Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. <laughs> that kind of thing. That's a quote. Uh, but, you know, I, I like, I just don't see that really being helpful, much less relatable. Like, I can't relate to that. That's not how my life has been. So, how the heck do you actually overcome your self-doubt? You know, that should be a goal of yours, certainly, because when you're able to do that, uh, hell yeah, like you become decisive and confident. You know what you want, how to get it. You become centered and free. You know, you you create your own life. It's incredibly liberating. And that all sounds great. And I think each and every one of us can do all those things. But I've come to realize that those things, they aren't the result of beating self-doubt. They're really not. To my point earlier, they're the result of learning to live with your self-doubt. And that's what I'm talking about here. And this is something that I've learned through my life, through living it. I, you know, again, I used to live with a mentality that was really black and white, that to live my best life, to be my most confident and creative Case Kenny self, that I had to get rid of self-doubt in my life. It had to go. Like I had to completely eradicate it. And I tried a lot of different things to do that. You know, uh, I would repeat these mantras that I have, like, repeat inspirational quotes and self-affirming things, look myself in the mirror and tell myself how I deserve the best things in the world. You know, I would kind of straight up lie to myself. I would just try to make myself believe that I wasn't actually doubting myself, that it was all fake smoke and mirrors. You know, I'd read all the blogs and do the guided meditation and all that jazz. Uh, I'd listen to like hip hop. I actually wrote an entire article. It's actually, oddly enough, like one of my most popular articles I've written um, online. It was an article about, you know, listening to hip hop and then like, you know, just kind of talking shit to yourself, being cocky, hyping yourself up, kind of flexing and how that can kind of erode your, your self-doubt. Like I would do all these different things. And again, I did all those things because I thought that I had to eradicate completely the self-doubt in my life, that it had to go if I was going to be happy and free. You know, and all all the self-help content online kind of seemed to validate that idea that you had to train your brain to defeat self-doubt, that it's, you know, kind of like in that order, right? 
that defeat self-doubt, live life as you want, and then be happy. Like that's the steps, right? Defeat self-doubt, and then you can do what you want, and then you'll be happy. But I've learned that all that's kind of unnecessary. And frankly, more realistically, it's setting yourself up for a lot of disappointment. You know, I don't think you're ever going to completely get rid of all of your self-doubt. Because again, it's super normal to have it. It's not a defect. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. Um, it's not a defect at all. Like random example. I was trying to think of <laughs> something in my life. Like remember when you were in maybe high school or middle school or college or something and, and maybe like in calculus or uh, some math class and you take a test, you could use a calculator, you would do all the calculations, show your work and you'd be like double checking your work. Like, and you would do the really complicated parts, the A squared, B squared, square roots, all that complicated stuff. And then you'd get to the final, like, oh, you know, 10 plus 10, just to round out the problem. But you'd still use your calculator just to make sure because, you know, you kind of doubted yourself and you wanted to make sure. But you didn't see that as a defect. You didn't be like, oh, my, my doubt here that 10 plus 10 doesn't equal 20 makes me an idiot. You're just, you know, you're just making sure. It's normal. There was nothing wrong with you, and you recognized that. You lived with that doubt, but you also lived with your calculator, right? Like, that's an interesting analogy, I suppose, but that's what I'm saying here. Like, you live with it. You live with your self-doubt, and you shouldn't think anything of it. Like, it's normal. It's not a flaw. But the key, I think, 
to being happy and free and liberated and, you know, validating yourself is learning to live with that self-doubt. That way, when you feel self-doubt coming on, which you inevitably will, you don't think that you're a failure or some kind of fuck up for having that. You know, you won't think to yourself, oh man, I'm an idiot. I'm a failure because I'm having these feelings. You'll realize that it's normal, you know, and, but where it gets dangerous, I think though, is if you let those feelings control you and you stop making decisions on your own because you don't know how to manage them or that you assume the mere presence of self-doubt means that you're incapable of being happy or incapable of being decisive or whatever in life. You know, I've learned that I am fully, fully capable and I can be full of enthusiasm and positive even when self-doubt creeps in. You know, I can have doubts about whether I will be good at something, whether I'll look dumb or awkward or whatever. But regardless, I should and will still try. I can live alongside of that. That's living with self-doubt. You know, I work around self-doubt. I don't make it disappear. I just work with it. I live with it. You know, I could still hear that nagging, annoying, what if voice, you know, it's that voice that makes you question everything that makes you literally doubt yourself and your ability. You know, I can live with that and I still act irregardless. That's what I've learned to do here, you know, and you know, the way that I've learned to do it is, is three simple things. And that's what I want to talk about here. Just real quick, three simple ideas. The, the first is this, and I think this one will be really helpful for those listening who, you know, you can't help but overthink things in general. Like that's who you are. Maybe you're like type A. But this is a great way to gradually come to terms with your self-doubt. It's not a cold turkey approach to your self-doubt, but rather like you actually go all in on it. You get your hands dirty, your feet wet, you jump into the water right there with your self-doubt and you see what it's all about. Um, basically, the idea here is that when you hear that what if voice, that self-doubt creeping in, instead of trying to power through it and say, I could do it no matter what. You know, you actually examine it. You drill down as far as you can go. You run through all the what-if scenarios as detailed as you can. You know, you take the self-doubt one step at a time. You address each thought one step at a time as they come your way. You acknowledge each thought. You feel them out instead of pushing them away or burying them with a false sense of optimism. So, for example, I had Alex Lieberman on the show two episodes ago. He's the founder of The Morning Brew. And... To, to launch that, he, he quit his cushy job at Morgan Stanley to go all in on his, this idea, which at the time was a side hustle. So it was a big decision. And he told me that this self-doubt, you know, naturally it crept in on him. Like, what if it doesn't work? What if no one cares? What if I run out of money and have to move back in with my parents? What if I couldn't, what if I can't get a job after I quit? What if I'm not talented enough to do this? All those thoughts, right? Pure, pure self-doubt. But instead of thinking that in circles and letting it overwhelm him to the point where, you know, he made no decision at all or took too long or he just kind of let that indecision define him, he drilled down. He ran through the scenarios like, well, if I quit, you know, I know I have enough saved up to do it for at least a year, a whole year. I could do a lot in a year. Uh, if it flops in a year, you know, and I can't keep doing it, maybe I can get my job back. Could I get my job back? Well, first, to, if I wanted to get my job back, I'd have to make sure that I left on good terms in the first place. If I leave on good terms, I think I can get it back. 
or at least I can work probably at another investment bank. Uh, but maybe if I don't leave on good terms, what will I do then? Well, um, if I don't leave on good terms, then I'll make sure I spend the rest of the year networking my ass off to make sure that I know the right people and could possibly find another job. Things like that, right? You drill down, drill down, drill down. And I won't keep going because you, you can go through all the scenarios, but that was his thought process. And as you can see, if you keep drilling down, you realize that you can indeed deconstruct your self-doubt. And when you do that, you'll then realize that you can handle any scenario and the self-doubt in effect wasn't based in reality. It was kind of just fairy dust. It was just in your head. And I do this all the time in my life. I did it for launching the podcast back a couple months ago. What if people don't like it? What if I'm not personable enough? What if I don't have anything good to say? What if, what if, what if? And I just broke it all the way down, just kept going down. And here I am, right? And it's the same with so many other aspects of my life, relationships, my career, my writing, my friends, all that kind of thing. Self-doubt is everywhere, truly. But I think you could, it could always be broken down to smaller pieces. And then it really just kind of falls apart. It falls in on itself. It really does. And you might be saying, well, all that sounds like a bit of a chore. You're going to break things down. It sounds involved. And it sounds like you might actually be giving in to your self-doubt. But I found that once you're able to do what I just described and you do it often, you do it fast. Like it's not a time investment. It's not mentally draining. Like you end up doing it really fast. Like you feel that self-doubt within a couple of seconds, even you run through that practice and you'll realize with that, with enough practice that the self-doubt just falls in on its own weight. It falls apart. And that I think is how you deal with self-doubt in effect. Like you don't deny it. You don't ignore it. You just break it down. And then once you're able to do that, you can get to what is my second point, which I've talked a lot about before in other episodes, is the 30-second rule. Um, it's not nothing <laughs> earth-shattering, groundbreaking. It's just the simple fact that the longer you wait to do something or act on something or make a decision, the less likely you are to do it ever, hands down. And the 30-second rule simply says that you should act on that thing within 30 seconds. It could be a small step of action or a big step of action, but it's action nonetheless, and it will point you in the right direction. And in the context of self-doubt, I think this is great. You know, deconstruct that self-doubt like I just described, and then put the 30-second rule in effect and act. Do something. You know, you're not ignoring the self-doubt. Clearly, you're working with it, you're deconstructing it, and then the 30-second rule helps you push, pack any, push past any additional resistance you might feel. And again, the action here can be small. It might not even be action. It might just be thinking more about it rather than dismissing it, planning a bit more, whatever, just doing something, you know, not waiting, not thinking in circles. So that's my second point. And my third point here uh, is a bit more mindset driven, but when you combine it with deconstructing and then the 30 second rule, I think it, it really helps. And it's the idea that I think you should be a bit delusional in regards to your optimism. Delusional, that's the, uh, that's the word I'm choosing here. Um, and you might expect this coming from me. Again, I am the guy who talks a lot about energy and confidence and optimism. But I firmly believe that the more positivity you house inside your mind, the more you gain in life as a result. Um, you know, but here, I think it's really effective. The, the idea that you deserve more. You deserve what it is you want. And I really do that believe passionately that that passion, that enthusiasm begets positive outcomes in life. Maybe not immediately. But in, in time, it will. 
And if you're passionate about something, whether that's something you're working towards or just yourself and your fulfillment, I believe it will come around and that you truly do deserve to achieve the next level in your life. You know, if you're passionate, if you're putting in the work and the mindset, I firmly believe that you do deserve it. I really do. You know, passion, enthusiasm, purpose, whatever makes your eyes light up, that kind of thing. And I think you'll realize quickly if you have the passion for the thing that self-doubt is affecting, you'll realize if you have it or you don't. Like when you deconstruct it like I've described, you realize if you're not passionate about it because you'll wind up with dead ends a lot if you're not. But if you are passionate, you'll keep breaking through them. You'll keep creating alternative paths as you do that deconstructing exercise. And when that happens, I really do believe that you deserve the best outcome. And that's just a mindset, I think. It's not necessarily rooted a whole lot in reality, but I've found that this mindset helps me live with self-doubt. It doesn't eradicate it, again. It just gives me the confidence and sense of self, self and centeredness, call it, to thrive alongside of it. You know, self-doubt shouldn't stop you from moving forward. It should propel, propel you, in fact, to be more introspective, to break it down and then take action. You know, and if anything, I think self-doubt can be really helpful because it encourages you to be better prepared, more thought out, just to, to cover all the angles. You know, and I fully expect to see self-doubt in my life in the future at every turn. Like, it doesn't scare me anymore. It doesn't startle me. Uh, you know, I know to expect it. And now I'm increasingly fine with that because I know how to handle it. I know that voice will always be there. And I know how to quiet it down and live alongside of it without missing a step now. And I think you could do the same. I really do. Just remember that you don't have to silence it completely. You can live with it. And that doesn't make you less than perfect at all. It makes you human. You know, but what also makes you human, which is great, is the ability to see something for what it is, break it down, and then do your own thing. And to me, that's amazing. That's an amazing opportunity to grow. So that's it. I'll end it there. Went a little bit longer than I usually do, but I, I think I hope that was helpful. Um, I hope you found some value in this episode. So if you did, be sure to follow me on Instagram at case.kenny. Shoot me an Instagram DM tag me, uh, comment, like, do the whole thing. I love chatting with you all. So thank you so much. Thanks for all the support. Again, it means the world to me to see you guys tagging and sharing and doing all the ratings and reviews. It is really, a, really a cool feeling. So until next episode, I'm out. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. Hey, real quick. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And 
you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. 